This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, Overcast 75 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday, the 5th of April, 2023. Rich Mulder is with your KVOM Morning News Watch, and we are under a tornado watch until 9 o'clock this morning. Of course, everyone around the state has been on high alert and very anxious about the weather following the events of Friday afternoon, and we've been watching this storm very closely. We've got a good chance of showers and thunderstorms through midday today, some of those severe. As far as we're concerned here in Moralton, it looks like the worst of it will be to our south and north, though it does look like we could see a storm between 8.30 and 9 o'clock this morning. Now, as the cold front comes in behind this line of storms, the weather will calm down quite a bit. We'll see temperatures drop a few degrees this afternoon. And overnight, we'll be in the mid-40s with mostly cloudy skies. We'll have some gusty winds to contend with today and tonight as well. Thursday, cloudy and windy with a high only around 60. Thursday night's low, 47 under a cloudy sky. And for Good Friday, mostly cloudy and a high of 63. For the holiday weekend, Saturday, partly sunny and 69. A little breezy out for all those Easter egg hunts that we'll be talking about here in a little bit. And for Easter Sunday, sunshine and a high of 73. Again, be weather-wise this morning. We're under a tornado watch till 9 o'clock. With overcast skies, it's 75 at the KVOM studios right now. Let's send out congratulations this Wednesday morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It's Jonathan Oaf with the Conway County Sheriff's Office. Some obituaries this morning. Joanne Crummy, age 83, of Ola, died on Monday, April 3rd. She was a member of Grace Life Church in Moralton, where she volunteered in the food pantry, nursery, clothing closet, and taught class Wednesday nights to little children. She's survived by her son, Larry Edmond of Arizona, daughters Dawn Flaherty of North Carolina, Denise Crummy Evans of Ola, and Patricia Sanders of North Carolina, five grandchildren and two great-grandchildren. The family will announce memorial service arrangements at a later date, Arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. David Edward Derb Durbin, age 68 of Atkins, died on Monday, April 3rd, following a nine-year battle with cancer. He was a member of the Blackwell Baptist Church since 1964 and in recent years attended the Atkins United Methodist Church. He owned Derb's Auto Parts in Atkins and was the former manager of the Agri Co-op Supply in Moralton. He was also a member of the Dardanelle Model Railroad Club. He is survived by his wife of 34 years, Mary Beth Jackson Durbin, son Phil Marriott of Jonesboro, along with several other family members. Funeral service for Derb Durbin will be Friday, April 7th at 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with Reverend Michael Blanchard and Brother Eric Smith officiating. Burial will be at Elmwood Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Friday afternoon from 12.30 to 2 prior to the service. Memorials in memory of David Derb Durbin may be made to the Blackwell Baptist Church, care of Kim Russell, at 695 Highway 64 in Atkins, zip 72823, or to Arkansas Hospice in Russellville. Linda Fuller-Kirtley, age 73, of Birdtown, died on Sunday, April 2nd. A memorial service will be held at a later date. Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. 
Emily Ann Umphreys, age 17, died on Friday, March 31st. A memorial service will be held at New Life Free Will Baptist Church. Friday, April 7th, 5 p.m., Dylan Russell will officiate. Arrangements by Niels Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Moralton. 7.35, overcast in 75 at the KVOM Studios. We're under a tornado watch until 9 o'clock this morning. Showers and thunderstorms are possible mostly before 11 o'clock. Radar indicating a storm possible for the Moralton area between 8.30 and 9. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736, overcast in 75 at the KVOM studios. Arkansas State Police have identified two people who died in a Tuesday morning accident on Highway 7 near Dover. Reports indicate that 45-year-old Benjamin Qualls of Dover was the driver of one of the vehicles while 44-year-old Elijah Edwards of Hot Springs was driving the second vehicle involved in the collision. Both were killed in the incident that occurred just after 8.30 a.m. in the 12,000 block of Highway 7 North. Passengers in both vehicles were injured, with one transported to St. Mary's Hospital for treatment, and the other med-flighted to UAMS for further evaluation. State police reports indicate the northbound vehicle driven by Edwards veered across the center line, striking Qualls' vehicle head-on. For nearly 30 years, the Safe Place Incorporated has been committed to serving domestic violence victims and their children in Conway and Perry counties. The Safe Place is a nonprofit corporation located in Conway County that began in 1994. Mary Wood took over as executive director in October of last year, following the retirement of Joe Warren. Wood says the Safe Place strives to provide a fresh start for victims to achieve a life that is free of domestic violence and abuse. We provide shelter and a safe place for domestic violence victims to escape from uh, abuse. Uh, They and their children could come and stay and start a fresh life that is free from violence. We also have a couple of resource offices. We have an office in the courthouse. We have an office in Perryville where we help victims that maybe don't need to go into the shelter, but they would like an order of protection or they would like connection with resources so that they can start a life that's fresh and new and free from abuse. Wood says another important service provided by the Safe Place is a child advocacy program that's designed to educate young people in an effort to prevent domestic violence from ever happening. They go into the schools, into daycares, into the colleges, and they give educational materials. They talk to kids about not bullying, about kindness, about internet safety, about uh, preventing uh, dating violence, which, you know, dating violence now they're saying starts around 11 or 12 now. And so they are so good. Our, our uh, child advocate, Dale Quaid, uh, he loves to get into the schools and talk to our kids to stop this stuff before it starts. Wood says the services of the Safe Place help more than just abuse victims. Stopping the cycle of domestic violence, she says, 
helps generations of people and entire communities. If you're stuck in an abusive relationship, the Safe Place has a 24-hour crisis hotline you can call at 1-888-554-2501 to get immediate help. Arkansas lawmakers have given initial approval to a plan to cut the state's individual and corporate income taxes by $124 million a year. The majority Republican Senate approved the measure Monday, backed by Republican Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, to cut the state's top individual income tax rate from 4.9% to 4.7%. The legislation, which Sanders and legislative leaders unveiled last week, also would cut the top corporate income tax rate from 5.3% to 5.1%. State finance officials said that under the proposal, 1.1 million taxpayers who make more than $24,300 a year would receive a cut. Sanders, who took office in January, has called for phasing out the state's income tax. Over the last several years, Sanders' Republican predecessor, former Governor Asa Hutchinson, and the majority GOP legislature enacted a series of cuts. The tax cut would go into effect this year. The University of Central Arkansas has been awarded a $2.2 million grant from the U.S. Department of Education to help address the shortage of mental health professionals in K-12 schools. The Mental Health Service Professional Demonstration Grant Funding will be used to train students in the school psychology graduate program in the UCA College of Health and Behavioral Sciences. The purpose of the grant is to expand the pipeline of high-quality trained mental health providers in Arkansas schools. The five-year grant aims to improve future professionals' capacity, particularly in high-need schools, as well as to increase the cultural diversity among the students in the graduate program. To achieve this goal, the program is also partnering with Philander Smith College, a historically black college in Little Rock. Fellowship recipients will be chosen from those students who have been accepted to UCA's school psychology program. More national recognition for Petty Jean State Park near Moralton. It's been nominated as one of USA Today's 10 Best State Parks for RVing and Camping. Petty Jean is among 19 other state parks from across the country up for the honor. You can vote once per day for your favorite state park at 10best. That's the number 10best.com slash awards slash travel. Then scroll down to Best State Park for RVing Camping. We've got a direct link for that on the KVOM Facebook page. On our community calendar, the planning committee for 2024's Great North American Eclipse is hosting a Path to Totality event. Thursday morning at 11 o'clock, at the Rialto Theater in downtown Moralton, the public is encouraged to attend this free community event, which is the first of many community forums that the committee has planned for the next year for the public to get involved with eclipse planning. The Moralton City Council Police Committee will meet Thursday night at 6 at City Hall. Corinth Landmark Missionary Baptist Church of Adona will host a spring revival Thursday through Saturday at 7 each night with evangelist Elder Sean Shoulders pastor of Long Fork Missionary Baptist Church in Lafayette, Tennessee. The CHI St. Vincent Moralton Hospital Auxiliary will hold its annual Easter bake sale Friday starting at 7 a.m. in the hospital grill area. All proceeds support ongoing improvement projects at the hospital. And looking ahead to some Easter activities this weekend, the Conway County Library will host an Easter egg hunt Saturday starting at 10. Infants to 6-year-olds will hunt from 10.30 to 11 a.m., Ages 6 to 12 will hunt from 11 to 
To reserve a spot, call at the library, 501-354-5204. C.T. Church in Moralton will hold a community Easter egg hunt Saturday morning at 10 at the City of Moralton Ballfields. There will be inflatables on site and prizes for each division for kids up to age 12. Family Life Worship Center in Moralton is hosting an Easter egg hunt Saturday starting at 10.30 a.m. with free food and drink, face painting, and a chance to meet the Easter Bunny game start inside the building at 12.30 p.m. First United Methodist Church of Moralton and Moralton First Presbyterian Church are partnering to hold a community sunrise service. Easter morning at 6.30, that service will be at the City of Moralton Ballfields. And Family Life Worship Center in Moralton is holding a special Easter Sunday service at 11 a.m. Sunday, featuring songs and music by the Children's Choir and a run-and-tell story presentation. Well, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, and we want to remind you that if you want to hear a story again, or you just need to time shift your listening, our News Watch is available as a podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also get it from our website or our app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is presented each weekday morning and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744, overcast in 75 at the KVOM studios. We are under a tornado watch until 9 o'clock. So be weather-wise, Eric Tyler's up next with sports and weather. And a little later on, we'll visit with Mary Clark from the University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, Films Newswire Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Emma Dole had two hits and four RBIs to lead the Sacred Heart softball team to an 11 1 run rule victory over St. Joseph and won a four conference play Tuesday afternoon in Marlton. Senior Emerson Holzman and sophomore Haley Larson also had two hits for the Lady Knights. Sophomore Ayla Holzman earned the win, holding the Lady Bulldogs to one run and four hits with six strikeouts and six innings. Sagerhart is now 3-4 and four overall, 2-3 and three in the conference. Sagerhart's baseball team was shut out by St. Joseph 12-0 in their conference game on Tuesday. Knights are now 0-5 overall, 0-4 in the conference. The Nemo Vista softball team suffered its first conference loss of the season on Tuesday, falling to Guy Perkins 16-6. In Guy, Lady Red Hawks are now 8-4 overall, 3-1 in the 184 conference with that loss. Nemo Vista softball and baseball teams scheduled host one review for conference games on Thursday. Marlton High School softball team hoping to make up its 4-8-4 conference game at Fountain Lake today that was originally scheduled to be played Tuesday. First pick scheduled for 4.30 p.m. Marlton High School soccer teams also scheduled to make up their Tuesday games against Nashville tonight. Girls game at 5 p.m. at Devil Dog Stadium followed by the boys at 7 St. Louis Cardinals bats were silenced by Atlanta rookie Dylan Dodd last night as the Braves handed the Cards their second straight defeat, 4-1 at Bush Stadium. Cardinals now 2-3 on the season. They hope to avoid the series sweep in today's 12-15 p.m. game against Atlanta. Pre-game coverage starts at 11.20 a.m. on Motown Radio 92.5 and 98.9 FM and 800 a.m. Louisiana Tech softball team beat Louisiana Monroe 5-4 in 10 innings last night to improve its record to 22-15. One of these Baylor Wright was 2-4 with a stolen base in that game 
for the Lady Texters. Approaching 7.53 now on KVOM as we look at weather on this Wednesday morning. And currently, humidity is at 74%. South winds at 14 miles per hour, gusting to 21 miles per hour. Barometric pressure, 29.76 inches. Low temperature this morning, 73 degrees. High yesterday, 84. A year ago today, the low was 50. The high was 77. And last night, the storms came through 18.100 inches of rain at the KVM Studios. Total for the year now is at 22.23 inches. Our sunset this evening is 7.35. Sunrise tomorrow morning. 652. And forecast does call for 80% chance of potentially severe thunderstorms still this morning, mainly before 11 a.m. 50% chance still for the afternoon. Uh, breezy uh, once again when gusts as high as 30 miles per hour. High near 73 degrees today. And tornado watch actually in effect still until 9 o'clock this morning. But by this afternoon, after this storm system moves out, we'll see some uh, break from the rain for a few days, it looks like, at least on through the holiday weekend. Mostly cloudy tonight with a low around 46. Mostly cloudy tomorrow, high near 60. We'll see a little bit cooler temperatures, lower 60s also on Friday. And right now we've got overcast conditions, 75 degrees in Marlton. And news watch on this Wednesday morning continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 7.57 now on KVOM on our close-up interview this morning. We're joined in studio by Mary Clark with UACCM. Good morning, Mary. Good morning. All right. It is good to have you with us. We kick up with you every month and uh, obviously as we're nearing now the end of the spring semester certainly yes uh, a lot going on uh, there is at, uh, at uaccm and uh, we've got some workforce training classes actually about to start up they, yes those at, uh, you know those start all through the year um they are just uh it's going great in workforce education and training we have um right now we had just filled up um a heavy equipment operation class so we've already uh, planned the next one that will start the first part of june and right now we are uh, offering that free of charge so uh, due to a grant that we received so it's a great time for people that are interested in uh, going into some training uh, for that type of field heavy equipment operation um, to go ahead and sign up it's at no cost um, it's um, and the classes do fill up very quickly so i encourage people to contact our workforce uh, department um, and get on that list. It's a, um, a two-week course, um, daily Monday through Friday. Um, and so we also are having a class coming up on April 24th for horizontal uh, drilling essentials. Um, and once again, severe thunderstorm warning uh, really to the west of our area. Polk County is included in that, but moving, uh, moving east. So we're likely to get some, uh, get some weather here coming our way once again. Uh, this morning uh, but back with Mary Clark here with UACCM and 
we can uh, pick up where <laughs> where we left off. Where, um, where were we? Sure, yes. Yeah. Um, we were talking about that we are going to be um, offering a horizontal, dr- a horizontal drilling essentials class starting on April 24th. Um, and that will be followed by the horizontal drilling, the hands-on uh, class uh, teaching um, the use of the drilling equipment that is uh, used for to by utility companies to install um, fiber um, and pipe and conduit, um, and this is to help expand the broadband access to rural Arkansas. So um, that program is also covered by a grant right now. From it's uh, the tuition uh, is, fees are all paid by the Office of Skills Development. So another great opportunity. Uh, it's a total of four weeks in that class, and it's a great opportunity for uh, short-term training and to go out into the workforce. Salaries are great. The demand is high, very high. Um, so, and again, that is offered through workforce education and training. So, uh, people can contact uh, that office at the college um, and uh, get signed up. And uh, then uh, we continue to have the CDL program, which is uh, full right now through June, but also um, we have added a second truck. So, we are able to offer, um, you know, um, to double up on the class uh, size. And also, um, they're looking at starting a class B CDL uh, class coming up soon. So, for people that are interested in those programs, contact uh, the Office of Workforce Education and Training there. All right. Good. A lot of great opportunities there, certainly. And, uh, of course, you have the uh, uh, the credit courses, general education courses, and I guess we're registering uh-huh. for fall semester, yes. aren't we? Yes, we have started registration, and we're doing advising registration right now for uh, students, current students who will be returning uh, in the fall, as well as uh, who want to register for summer. We have May intercession, we have summer one and summer two classes as well. Um, so people can make appointments with their advisors and go ahead and get registered. Um, and then we will, on April 17th, we'll start registration for new students as well and advising um, so people can get started in the process once they work with the admissions office and get uh, accepted. Uh, they can make an appointment with the advisor that they've been uh, in our advising center. Um, so, yes, it's not too early by any means. Our uh, semester begins August 23rd, um, but right now is the great time to do that while their classes are still plentiful they won't have to worry about the times that they want uh, those classes already being full so uh, we always encourage people to act early and then they can enjoy the rest of the summer and until August and um, and then of course we have um, you know we're leading up to about the last couple about five or six weeks of school Um, school uh, the last day of classes is May 9th um, and then we'll have our commencement on May the 20th at 10 a.m. at Devil Dog Arena so we're excited about that of course the graduates are excited and um, they've all got their caps and gowns now so uh, there's uh, you know a lot of anticipation building um, a lot of them are already, they have a job lined up if they're graduating uh, with an associate degree, then want to go out into the workforce right away. Or, um, you know, a lot of them that are transferring to the four-year college of their choice, they've already been accepted and they're ready to go once they um, uh, graduate uh, there in May. So it's an exciting time of the year. Yeah, absolutely. A lot, of, uh, a lot of great success stories come out of UAC STEM. Yes. And uh, we'll do a couple of, uh, I guess, building updates and, uh, of course, the Workforce Training Center. Um, and we're going to have that uh, dedicated and named yes. for former Chancellor, Dr. Larry Davis. So that's very exciting. Yes, it is, and uh, well-deserved. Um, he, it was, this was his idea. It was his, his, this building came to fruition because mm-hmm. of his dream and his vision. 
when he was the chancellor there at UACCM um, and the University of Arkansas uh, System Board of Trustees at their uh, meeting a few months ago um, approved the renaming, the dedication uh, for the building to be named the Dr. Larry D. Davis uh, Workforce Training Center and we're really excited for him and again well deserved uh, it's uh, we're working right now on getting the you know the new signage and and we'll actually have a dedication ceremony and ribbon cutting on Tuesday June the 27th 2 p.m. The public is uh, invited to attend that, um, and we'll be announcing that uh, formally. Um, and his family will all be coming in from out of state, so he's uh, super excited. But um, you know, he he saw that as a dream, and I remember you know when he started talking about it. Um, and now uh, that the building opened, it opened in April t- t- 2018. Um, but the demand for the programs, the skill, those skills that are uh, offered in that program, the industrial mechanics and the HVAC and the welding and the automotive, um, there's a huge demand for the workforce, for skilled workers. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, lots of people coming out of those programs, getting jobs just right away, great high demand, high wage jobs. And, uh, you know, there's there's plenty of room for growth as well in the uh, in the space there so absolutely all right looking forward to that june 27th you said. yes and uh, of course a new building will be coming uh, soon hopefully allied health sciences what's, what's the latest on that well we um our work is continuing we have hired the design professionals for that um craft and toll and associates is the architectural firm that is working on the design um, and we have worked with them a lot in the past, and they are a first-rate company. We're really excited to see uh, as the designs continue to, uh, you know, to be modified. And um, and then we now have our construction manager for the the project, which is Nabholtz Construction. Um, and so they are working really hard, both of them, behind the scenes. And um, you know, this will eventually we'll we'll see it, uh, the site work start. Um, of course, we got the EDA grant to start and cover that uh, almost three million dollar grant uh, from EDA uh, for the site work. And then uh, the uh, estimated opening of the facility right now is summer of 2025, mm-hmm. uh, in time for the fall semester. That's the Allied Health and Science Center. And it will hold our nursing programs, EMT, um, all of our health-related, as well as health classes um, and science classes that will lead to that can be transferred to a four-year college for people wanting to, to pursue a bachelor's degree in the health sciences. All right, that'll be great. Certainly looking forward to that as well. All right, so a lot, of, a lot of updates. Anything else for us this morning, um, Mary? A couple of things. Um, we are hiring right now. We have quite a few job openings. We have nine-month faculty in fine arts. Uh, is a fine arts instructor, 12-month faculty, uh, registered nursing, part-time uh, faculty in science, English, speech, and nursing clinicals. Um, we have an institutional services assistant in our custodial department. Um, and then one big thing people will need to watch for in the next uh, few months is the groundbreaking for our new clock tower, which is, has been made possible through the uh, support of the community, the UACCM Foundation held the gala back in February um, and uh, as a result of that and the generosity of the sponsors, donors, um, we are going to be able to break ground for that uh, long anticipated clock tower. Very exciting. We'll be be announcing that of course as well. We want the public to come out for that groundbreaking. Absolutely. All right, a lot of exciting things at UACCM. Mary Clark, we thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It is 8.08 now on KVOM. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.